Hey, you. Thanks for listening to Horrible Decisions this week. Mandy and I just wanted to present a trigger warning. There is conversation about rape. So we just wanted to make you aware of that sensitive material. Guess what decision we're about to make? Horrible decision. <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. This, this might be the episode where you don't need to try to sing. First off, don't do that just because we got vocals joining us today. These vocals still hit. People say they love my voice. Hey, you have a nice voice. Okay. That didn't mean it was uh, a Don't do that. Voice. Don't do that. In the shower, that thing hit. Y'all, I'm the girl with the voice today. Okay, Mandy B. <laughs> what? Anyway, you y'all. Hate my name is Wheezy. Welcome back to another episode of the best podcast ever. Period. And we have a guest that has been asked for. We had a little mini interview of y'all. Check this out. BT Weekend. And there's probably two people out of 706 that we interviewed. But they were like, bring them back. There was like 700 people. And you was one up. But you should have seen two. Like, maybe your titty was wait, out. Who was the other one? Oh, I, was it Masika? <laughs> I liked Masika. Masika, I enjoyed. Masika, then, I actually enjoyed. And there was a nigga, Young Puda. You wanted him back? No, people were saying. Oh, he, oh no, sorry. Malcolm Mays. Malcolm Mays, they wanted. I was like, girl, Young Puda was on Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, my man. I'm just saying, you made the original Maybe show. Maybe I made that. Yes. You know, like niggas uh, You do. Dead. You just be making stuff up. I think she just like that nigga. You know when Sexy Red came out with that shit, bitch. I told all my niggas. All said, and I'm a, she got I a whole said, lot. I love that for you. I Don't you right? She's I the love one. That she's really you. the one keeping this show going. Um, I'm not she like, fucking too. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're being honest. That was, I, I, I actually am. Okay. I love that you said that. Come on, bringing in feelings. Because feelings sometimes ain't that. For real. I feel like you're being honest. I have six niggas in rotation and two okay. of them I'm sleeping with. So okay. what I'm going to do is okay. one New York, one LA. If New York or LA fucks up, bitch, the other ones can jump in. By yeah. the way, not sure if we got to introduce you, <laughs> but we are sitting with the beautiful, the songstress, Kiana Lede is in the building. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. And y'all, y'all might want to watch uh, the YouTube for this one because she came in sheer uh, with nipple piercings and tattoos, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so if this slips off, you Looking know, all types it's nothing of horrible. New. It's nothing new. Wait, it's oh, nothing I love new. It. Have you like flashed a titty or taken nudes yet and like posted them? No, but I've always said like, if my nudes get leaked, you're welcome. I'm not oh, sure welcome. Bitch, hello. Bitch, it you're is welcome. a sight for you. Exactly. I told Mandy like, I'm going to act like I'm upset, but low-key feel like I'm validated. Like, I really do think I look better naked. Actually, I'm positive I look better naked. Oh, if I could not wear clothes, I wouldn't. You like, would. I go to yeah. nude beaches when my friends come over. Bitch, you don't see these titties in this pussy before. So my friends, were naked. We sleep together naked. The only thing, I won't cook you naked. You sleep I'm a- with your friends naked? Absolutely. I wish my friends were On On vacation, naked. we're all naked. I'm getting in bed naked. And it's literally like, we're both naked. We don't, me and my friends, my friends don't wear pajamas either. I don't wear pajamas. I don't pajamas wear pajamas, like, no way. Okay, so when you when, with your friends, bitch, where the PJs coming from? You think I'm gonna buy PJs to be around my friends? I think it's because I'm actually, like, pretty gay. That's why people can't <laughs> I, But I've, I'm also the one that fucks my friends. You don't even fuck your friends. But I be fucking So bitch. that's actually probably why we sleep together naked. You have drunk moments. No. You, you said that. No, but I fuck my friends. We ain't gotta be drunk for me to fuck my friends. You said fucking in the day, fucking a bitch in the daytime would be crazy. That bitch, I drink liquor in the daytime. Okay. Like, is that but, liquor? It's a little bit. They, okay, good for you. Listen, well, they found a little. I, Court, I'm gonna call you out. My engineer found a little bottle of Tito's 
in it because I knew Drizzly was going to take too long. This is not an ad. But also the liquor store around here been closed. I don't know what the fuck. It's 3.30. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you mean. I did want to ask you um, what you've been up to since we saw you in L.A. Getting my life together. Talk about it. Um, Touring. I'm on tour right now. So... I have to ask you. Do you have hoes in different cities? Please tell me. <laughs> tell me the touring life of an R&B artist. I need to know. I used to do that. I don't now. Why? Because I'm in a relationship. Oh. That's oh. the only reason. Well, you guys, this has been a fun but episode. My nigga, but my nigga goes with me to different cities. So, does so that y'all don't be picking count? up people together? No. No? No. We're not. Not yet. Oh. Ooh. But it will come. No, bitch. I've okay. got a little uh in it. What, t- tell us more. <laughs> I'm just, we're ready. We're ready to add a, a third into the bedroom. Like a thruple or just No, sex? not a thruple. I mean, Christine's pretty much a thruple. Um, <laughs> no, but wait. it's not physical, unfortunately. How long okay. have you been dating? Not the woman having to count. Five, I know, it's so bad. He won't be able to tell you too, and I'm like, five months officially. Oh, what do you look like? Ooh. Maybe I'll do it. He's, he's I mean, so yeah. Oh, Come bitch, on. for real? The way Look. you just put your neck back. Look. Uh, <laughs> okay, yes. his dick is not here, girl. Close that mouth. Sorry. Okay, so five months is new. How has he been with the touring and seeing that there's people that want you, both men and women, I'm sure. Like, he's been comfortable with that? Yeah, he's totally fine. Okay. Does it turn him on? No, I think he's had to get comfortable with it. Just because he's not used to, like, being with people that are out there like that. Dang, well, I can't wait uh, till you start making songs about this nigga. Because <laughs> I know everything you have now oh. um, is not about him. So I did want to ask, and does he know uh, who Promise Me is about? Because that's about a nigga that you said you want to fuck forever. So does he know that there's a nigga in your life that you want to fuck forever? And that if he decides to go on a break with you, like my ex, we did 13 breaks and I went to a nigga at the same time, every time. Does he know who that nigga is? It's actually. It's, I'm singing about a guy and a girl. Ooh, there's different two. experiences. Ooh. But I was feeling that in the moment. Now I'm good. I'm good on that. But every time the song comes well, on, no, he's, like, I, he's like, I want to tell you the truth. You're only good on that because you really like this person right now. Yeah. Yeah. either. I don't do breaks. Me neither. I can't. Once I'm done, what? it's finished for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, okay. But when I say I don't do breaks, it's because a lot of people assume that when you are on a break in a relationship, you still owe some sort of yes. respect to that partner. Yeah. Which is why every time me and that nigga went on a break, we broken up and I'm going to fuck someone else whether you're upset or not. Like, I don't owe any responsibility to your feelings or not fucking someone else while we're on a break. Did you fuck someone else because you felt like, I have to, like, get this off while I'm single or I have to get this person off my mind? Or did you fuck someone else because you actually wanted to while you were with your partner? I mean... The promise me that we go fuck forever, that nigga. I, I was glad mm-hmm. to have him back in my life. Um, <laughs> but to, to me, honestly, it was it, it was my misconception, and y'all, we talked about it here before. Fucking someone else does not get you off the other person. And I think a part of me during a lot of those breakups thought that I wouldn't be as hurt if I just went and felt like I could be pleased by someone else. Mm-hmm. Um Especially the one person that I know pleases me every goddamn time and been pleasing me for nine years. So I was like, nine, girl, nine. So I was like, let me 
just go back to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. This makes it easy. You know? Girl, I just had a conversation <laughs> with a nigga where I had to tell him like, he was like, yo, I just really want to check in. Like you told me recently, like you need me to uh, call you every day. And like, I realized the other day when I called you super late, you were disappointed. I want to check in about where we're at. This dread oh, nigga cute. I'm talking about. I said, well, let me just A dread be talking like that? Girl? Oh, yeah, you date, you date different types. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, listen, I'm just going to say this to you. You're my favorite right now. If you want to keep being my favorite, this is kind you of You call what, me before 2 p.m. Like, this is kind of what I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? I need the fucking text messages, shit like that. If This is where you're at. If you give a fuck about being my favorite, this is what you would be doing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's other niggas. I'm just honestly not putting as much energy into them. So if you don't want to do that or you, if you feel like what I'm asking you for is a stretch, someone else will become my favorite. If he does all that, would you drop everybody else? Good question, girl. Um, It's funny because he told me that he thinks I would. She's like, nope. I didn't answer my question, though. <laughs> Come on. That didn't answer her, my question, Keanu. though. Get her. <laughs> she thinks too hard. Okay. Hold <laughs> that nigga. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> the truth. Okay. The truth will let you I free. hope he doesn't listen to my podcast. He, he, he will. Oh, I told my man he is banned from watching these types of things. <laughs> I don't know if niggas banned. say they don't, but they do. Yeah, he's probably going to watch. Like, it. do they? Okay, here's the truth. <sighs> they do. They do. Long term, I'm really, like, missing the boyfriend feeling. Like, him and I spend weekends together. We do mad shit together. I'm, and we're involving each other. He's going to watch my dog when I have to go do an event. Like, I kind of like that. However, it, are the qualities that he's showing me things that I would want in a long-term partner? I don't know. The reason that I'm not really sure, though, is because a nigga could look at me and be like, this bitch has a sex podcast. She talks about niggas every day. She's fucking done X, Y, Z. She lives in two cities. Not a woman I'd want to be with. And then, boom, you end up falling in love with me. So I don't fucking know. That's really the answer. I don't know. I could say from what I'm looking at, maybe some of those qualities aren't something that's a fit. But I really don't know. My life isn't conventional, so maybe my relationship won't end up being either. I love how you could put all those sentences to say no. Um, <laughs> um, all of that to say no. Um, Wait, he can do so all the right things. So and, special then? Mm, come on, Kiana. This is your interview. What are you doing? <laughs> Kiana said, "Actually, welcome, guys. I'm going to interview the girls of horrible decisions." I always do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> what makes him special? I think is that I go on a, a lot of dates, and I don't find anyone else as to be one as impressive. Two. Mm-hmm. What if the other five listen? I I don't really care. It's the truth. Like, I do find uh, the way he lives his life to be impressive. Um, I also like the way that he treats me. But three, and this is very surface level, but I can't explain this another way. Talk to a friend of mine recently, and I want y'all to tell me if you have someone in your mind like this. Mm. The first date I had with him, I can maybe think of a few other people in my life that the second I saw them, I was like, oof. Like, they're fine. And I watched yes. him in his brain thinking, like, oh, she looks good. And it was so intense. And don't get me wrong. I fucked with niggas that may be even more conventionally attractive. But something about him and me and the way it was going to where, like, it's very undeniable. I literally couldn't explain it. I remember he said, no, nah, it's like some movie shit. That, mm-hmm. when you feel like that when you're looking at someone... That is surface level, but it ain't. No, nah, it led mm. to a three-year relationship with a narcissist. Um, you so, felt like that about each other? Oh, absolutely. Because oh, you me and used to always talk about how well, fine also, he was. Did he do that also, for you? But also it was the pandemic. We spent the first 20 days together. 
And then I, I got flewed out to Florida before I made him my boyfriend. Before oh I made him my boyfriend, God. if you was getting flewed out, Florida was the place to go. Florida and Atlanta during the panorama. Um, <laughs> but the whole time I was there, I was with a friend, so I wasn't flewed out for sex. But I was there with a friend, and the, the whole time I could think about him, I was like, wow, I just spent all this time with someone. I can't wait to get back to that. That's lust. No, 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 no. It wasn't lust because we literally were playing Uno. I was cooking for him. We were watching TV shows, things that I hadn't done. I'm not talking. It, it wasn't sexual. I'm talking about physical, like looking at someone and being Bitch, like him. Okay. Wait, this it, was with him. the narcissist. Yes, six seven, bald head, older. I realized also he looked like this nigga I met All Star Weekend. So I probably Hold was. On, she's like, is that your man? This who? is literally. Uh oh. This is literally the same situation <laughs> with my ex. It's so bad. Uh -oh. Like bald. Bald? Bald. Bald. 11 years older than me. 17 years older than me. And a narcissist. Yeah. And, and I was with him for a year and something. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, mean, <laughs> that that I, I guess bald I, dick I, is good. Oh, no, it? I ain't going to hold you. Keep the bald niggas away from me. I ain't going to hold y'all. These two fingers, I know they for Buddha holes and pussy. They now to braid your hair, nigga. Come to me with a fro. <laughs> I got you. I will cornrow them things. You want fish bones like Bow Wow used to do? You want braids and beads? Whatever you want. Bring your ass to me with some Why hair. Why do you think I like a nigga with a dread? Bitch, I'm taking it now. I ain't gonna hold you. Bring your ass. I will learn how to retwist your hair from YouTube because the dreads now, be a little tricky, No, let me ask bitch. you something. That, that's why I was saying I don't want to <laughs> talk about spending time. Okay, okay. What I'm talking about, I really want, and even people listening, I want you to tell me, that attraction I'm talking about, is it also mutually affirmed? Like, mm. Do you have someone that you've seen like I'm, that's what I'm getting right now. And it's crazy. I mean, I could be talking and he's thinking the same thing. I am like, God damn, you look good. That's why this whole came in. Are a you feeling like you've had that before? And can you think of maybe how many times that's happened to you? Not many. I Not agree. many, if if at all. I mean, a lot of shit now happens over social media. Mm. You know? So it's hey, like you can't really hey, you might be thinking that, but over the fucking phone, you know, this situation was so different because it was like we met through Callie. <laughs> we met through Callie and it was like definitely had that moment. Why don't you like sure. would Callie be the one then? Do you feel like no, like dead ass so thinking about introducing a partner? Mandy talks about how she had friends in her bedroom. I did the complete opposite. I would rather a stranger or someone I'm not that fan. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Like you and Callie are close, but you guys are making out and you flirt and shit. I don't know. You fuck too. But <laughs> would a friend be someone that you'd want to invite in or? Yeah. We actually talked about that. And it's so funny. When Callie watches this, she's she's going to love it. But we talked about that. But I think he's more comfortable with it being someone that we a stranger. don't know. Just because, you know, mm -hmm. it's like. Or what I'll if something happens and no. then, you know, Callie's really close to us. And that's the problem. It's, she, it's you the all live in the same city? That. Yeah, she lives literally a block away from So, me. no. Get a friend that live in another state. I'm down with that. That's, but that's I also kind of wanted to none just of my be friends like a stranger. Like, stranger I want to find a stranger. I already have, like, the picture of what I want. <laughs> oh, do it. Do it. Tell us. Tell us how you want this to go down. Okay. <laughs> so, the thing, the only thing that's stopping me is, like, I'm, I... Want it to be fun, obviously. Okay. But I also don't know what I feel like is going to be acceptable or not make me look at him a different way. Because mm. I want to Oh, be, you don't know your boundaries I, yet. Exactly. Ah. I want to be this. I want to be the subject. Like, I want to be like the main character oh, in that situation. Girl. So, so I want to be, and he'd be fine with this. So it's So whatever. what's ideal? Yeah. But like, it's, it is 
me doing most of the action. Okay. Okay. Me doing most of the action. So you eating, you sucking, you kissing, you flipping, you doing everything. Yeah. And people are fucking. I just don't know who's fucking what. Do you want him to then, you want, you would be comfortable then him being the pillow princess and the two of you getting onto him and you directing, you coordinating and then I. Yes, I'm the coordinator. Now, I would love to know in your scenario, because this is where Weezy and I also differ. Does she get to spend the night and cuddle with y'all or do you send her home after? Good night. Thank you. No. I don't good night. <laughs> goodbye. I thought that. Goodbye. Thought that good night. Too. So in a perfect world, my perfect unicorn experience was I was the same. I was saying she got to go. The second we <laughs> fucked her and I realized like she like kind of knew her place a little bit. I liked having her around. Plus we were doing a little bit of drugs. But, <laughs> but like she was a vibe though. She was like, what you cooking this nigga tomorrow? And I was like, why? And she was like, because I'm going to eat that with y'all and eat you. Like, she was fun. But okay. it wasn't like she made me feel like she was too into him. And I felt way more comfortable. Yeah. So we were like, we had morning sex together. Like, I really genuinely enjoyed that. And I think I was like, she got to go. She got to go. Because my own ego wasn't prepared for how I might feel. But you might be all right. Let me see you like. Here you go, not with the cameras on, girl, dang. I could show you, but we're not showing the cameras. Wait, can you hand me my phone? Do oh. you have it? You got locks. Let's too. talk about how we I don't. Do I don't even, so I'm going to be honest, I don't want to see it. Okay, I, I will, but. This is my phone screen, by oh. the way. Are you fucking kidding me and you this know my him? type now? Oh, oh bitch, he's I'm handsome. He's no, so that's I'm not going to lie, that's all you got to keep, just that, just. And that was just a profile and an arm, y'all. That was literally the back of his head and an arm. And we were like, Kiana, why do we like the same type of nigga? This is nuts. No, literally. Like, it's disgusting. It's honestly disgusting. But also, this is how simple we are. We literally just saw the... We just saw the back of his head and an arm. And we were like, yep. Yeah. Uh, Yep. But you know what? Do you think that you'd have a threesome type of girl? Because I do. What do you mean? Like a what, gr- what is your type? Go ahead and yeah, let our audience Can she just girl, be a baddie? For sure. The, we have the whore hive here. Um, and we have a lot of different types of listeners. <laughs> we have the same niggas. Look at this. Nah, our niggas <laughs> that a little, is good. Our niggas a, little, a little lighter. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, he's a little lighter. He's a little but... lighter. And his dreads are a little thicker. Oh my God. They're not freeform. I mean, they are freeform. Bitch, that's how in the locks I am right now. I want to fucking do it all. <laughs> but anyway... So, okay, you would be, we're going to help you with some steps for your, for your first three. So okay. I think with him. Um, now some other questions I have for you. So when you are building a relationship, when you said we're not ready yet, what are the type of things that you were thinking? Because when people write in to Mandy and I, I was in a throuple before. I've had a lot of threesomes with my ex-partner. She has I mean, as too, well. I go to sex clubs. And so people <clears throat> ask a lot of questions. I want to do that so Damn bad. Come here on a weekend. And I'll, I'll take sex you. club is what you want. I'll take I you. want to do that so bad. I'll take you. Do you want to just fuck him? In oh wait, if you're in LA, my friends are throwing an LA one. I'll connect you. Okay, I got what's you. Your, what's your I sex you. club fantasy? So okay, so <laughs> my fantasy is to just fuck my partner, but in a room full of other people. Okay. So you like to, you like, want to be? Watched. I want that. I want to. Yeah, I want everybody to be fucking too. Like I, I enjoy that. I it want the everybody best. to be. I mean, one of the best. Time. One of the best things that. I did was like eat my man's ass in front of a room full of people. And it was like, great. I was like, he was shameless like that. Wow. Oh, yeah. He bent right on over. Oh, he bent over. He bent over. I don't know what he was doing because my head was an ass. Like, but the room, like everyone, like we made sure we were in the middle of the room. And this was during COVID. So like there was only, (laughs) there was only 10 other people in the room. 
Like they limited it to like 12 to 15 people. It was people. during COVID. The quarantine, the sex <laughs> no, it was crazy. quarantine is crazy. Yo, chill. You sound judgy. It's good. I love it's it. It's good. It's good. All right. Only caught COVID after Mexico. Um, but <laughs> What were we uh, doing in Mexico? We were at we a, a sex show. resort. Because okay. <laughs> you had to make that money. I'm sorry. You know, now I'm at the point where we can deny a check. But during COVID, I was scared. Here <laughs> go. We were like, we still going to go. We were like, they want to fucking. Mind you, we had to wear masks, get tested, do all that going. When you got to that resort, there was a phone party, bitch. Niggas yes. was drinking champagne yes. off of people's asses. Oh, we and love COVID a good phone party. Around. Oh, no, I'm about to... You, we, you we might be really ready I'm, for this. Yes, person. you are that ready. Like you are ready. I'm just, like, so excited to explore because I don't... Everybody has sex. Like, I don't understand why we are Why so, we shame it? Right. Like, it's so crazy. But you know why we shame it? Everybody has sex. But we have this idea of what we want people to see us as one because we know how other people are thinking. So, for example, I could be in a room full of sex positive people in this moment. But if I told you guys that I had a train on, ran on me last night, maybe one person would secretly think I'm a whore, even though. Secretly? <laughs> so that's the point. <laughs> there is some shame and stigma around it, right? So it's like, yes, everybody has sex, but there's a limit to what we think someone is able to do yeah. and still have a good idea of who they are. Right. Like, look at how the Internet is treating Britney Renner. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with Britney Renner being a hoe. I do think some of her fucking bullshit about uh, kids or baby daddies or her, some of her other like ideas are crazy, but it's not the hoe shit. Yeah. But we can't wait to tear her up. And by we, I mean society about a lot of her thoughts, a lot of her opinions. And so people will hate watch something because they think they have this self-inflated idea of who they are. Like their moral ground is better than ours because they didn't fuck. 35 niggas, which is definitely a lie. But it's really that. <laughs> it's that we all have sex, but there's still this, like, hierarchy of what's acceptable. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I wanted to ask you a question. In the perception of you, not only as an artist, but in dating, you actually look like sex. Oh my I don't know God, if, like, you. you. <laughs> not the, me, oh I would literally oh pull God. my titties out right now. Have you never gotten that before? Like, you ooze. And, and, and that's what I think some, a lot of, like, sometimes it can be a compliment. Sometimes it's like, oh, this keeps me from looking like the girl next door or someone that maybe someone will wipe. Maybe I look like the fun girl. Mm. Um, but have you gotten that before? And do you kind of, like, I mean, with this outfit, you're definitely living in it. But what does it mean to you for a woman or a man to look like they ooze sex. Like, they just look like they... Oh, my God. Get it. Because you, you. you do. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love it. I think, honestly, when I was younger, it used to really scare me. Because Absolutely. being over-sexualized as yep. a 16-year-old and a 15-year-old is yep. fucking disgusting. Yep. So I ran away from my physical appearance and mm. my sexuality for a really long time until I felt comfortable with it within myself to be like, okay, I'm beautiful. Like, I'm sexy. Let me show my leg with my own power, you know, mm -hmm. with my own confidence because I was told to do that for What did really you do to get time. there? And how did you also shy away from, you know, being looked at as a sexual object at a young age? Because we do have some of y'all that love to tell us y'all been listening to us since high school and it's being Ooh. like, well, dang, really? Mm -hmm. But for someone who's who's maybe, you know, even 18, let's make it that, like 18, 19, being sexualized, that's a space where you're also really insecure and you don't know how to maybe say no to advances or that is also mm -hmm. one of the things that maybe makes you feel validated or wanted is that these men want to fuck you because 
Baby, we all know in our 20s, we thought that that meant something. We thought if a man wanted to put their dick in us and fuck us, that, ooh, we're beautiful. Ooh, we're I didn't worthy. Think that. I thought if they were fucking me raw, that meant something. But see, and, even, <laughs> and a lot of people in their 30s and 40s still think that dumbass notion too. So I wanted to ask you like how you protected yourself in, in your sexuality and then also how you found the beauty in also your sexuality, both mm. ways. That's a good question. When I was younger, I don't think I protected myself necessarily. Okay. Because there was a lot of people that I trusted and like being on my own that young in L.A. Um, made me really vulnerable to that kind of stuff. And, you know, it was a lot of older people telling me, yep. you know, show your leg, do this, do that. And you listen to people that are older than you because they think you think they know more. That's what, um, that's what we told. Or even people that were like predators in right. my life when I was so young, being 15 in studios by myself. It was like, oh, this guy says this. Okay, mm. well, I should listen. And then it ended up being like something super creepy. And I remember like my parents were super strict. So I would literally hide things that were going on with predators from my parents. Wow. Because like we had this rule where, you know, they would check my phone all the time. I wasn't allowed to have boyfriends. I How wasn't allowed right to now? text boys. 26. I wasn't allowed to text boys until I was like a freshman in high school, but they would still check my phone all the time. So it was like, I it actually hindered me because I wasn't able to navigate and have those conversations. What was right and what was wrong? Were exactly. Right. We're like with men. And then 16, 15, I'm out in LA by myself mm. with these grown ass men who are all fucking disgusting. Have right. you seen the video of a father calling the police? There's a ring. Um, I saw it on Van Lathan's page. There's a ring camera recording the police. He's like, yo, I called you guys like 10 hours ago. And he was calling about his 11-year-old daughter who was talking to a predator online. Oh and the woman, uh, a woman cop said, uh, she's, he's like, he's, she's being manipulated to take naked photos of herself. And she said, do you know that your daughter can be charged with soliciting child porn? Did you see this? No. And it's on video. And the dude is like, excuse me, she's 11 years old. She's like, yes, are you aware? Like she was sending out child pornography. And he was like, you guys have a nice night. Like, wow. no point in even discussing back and forth. It was one of the craziest things I'd probably seen online all year. The comments were insane. I'm hoping and pretty sure these people have gotten fired, but like... I hope so. I wonder what she's been through to make her think that. Like, what the fuck put that in her head? I'm not going to lie. That she would be okay to but, say something like Oh, that. The, the cop? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, the 11-year-old, I think seeing what social media has done now oh, and the yeah. access... Like, to be fair, I think when I was 11... I was using fake pictures of Janae Aiko in the mall. Like, this is me. I love and that. And I'm 16. <laughs> and really, I'm 12 or 13. So, literally, I don't know if y'all remember, like, all the airbrush photos. I forgot. Janae Aiko had a whole bunch online. And I used to find them all in those message boards where I used to read that you fucked all of the B2K members. But Janae, you know, was the cousin. So, she was floating around in those message boards. So, I use her pictures all the time because I was younger. But I had never gotten to the point at that at that moment where I would use sexual pictures. However, now where bikini photos, bathroom photos, mirror pictures of all your favorite celebs. I mean, anyone younger, I would say than 24, 25, Rihanna's nipples are out for everyone to see. Mm -hmm. Like Kim K and just the way that we 
have almost glorified as well, just accepting your body. I think that there's a different narrative being taught as well to children. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it really is the parents' responsibility to have those conversations, but it's really hard because you can have it and then they go to their friend's house. They ha- you can have it and then they're at school longer than they're with you, right? I just think we're in a very, very scary era yeah. of protecting people, but also holding people accountable. And I just talked about this. There's a lot of layers to it, so I don't want to get into it, but we're from Florida. We're some Florida girls. Um, and they just passed a law in Florida for pedophiles who violate anyone under 12 years old, the death penalty. And so, I mean, mm. that's not the right thing to do. But again, it's unfortunate when law enforcement... It's not? Well, no, it's I'm unfortunate. Really, when, uh, yeah, well, I'm to like, me, it's... Well, uh, only... There's a, few, there's a few things with that. Only... And recently spoke about it, but... um. I think when you, I was all for it. I'm like, yeah, kill them niggas. I don't like them. But then when you get into. Being um, wrongfully accused. Well, not only wrongfully yeah. accused, but proof. And so to know that a t- anyone under the, under 12 has to prove that this happened to them, what that looks like, re-traumatizing children mm. to make something valid or make, or have enough proof to really charge someone. Seeing how also men don't want to listen to women when things happen or the fact that depending on the panties a woman has people may think that you invited on like we talked about that case in germany she had lace panties on she was raped and the literal court threw it out because she was like lace panties she asked for it so i just think that we're also in this place where we're dealing with men still in very high positions that really don't care about us. Look at them taking away our rights to have kids. I mean, I think that maybe there's good that'll come out of this more than I there hope isn't. there's good that comes out. Soldiers die in war. And, that, you know, I, I, I say that all the time when people are like, when they used to talk about protesting and shit. Oh my God, but what about the black-owned businesses? Oh, fucking well, cities need to get destroyed, burnt up. That's what the fuck shit. That's how my brain works. I don't give a fuck who falls down for the end of the road to look better. Okay. So that that is kind of how like my maybe little Malcolm X brain works. Come um, on, Malcolm X brain. <laughs> I saw a really funny. Not event. enough cities have burned down yet. Bro, she's like, we're, we're still paving I'm with the you way. Though, honestly, I'm just a very radical thinker in that way. Like, I kind of don't care. I think that like we're so backwards in many aspects that like I don't think about the what if this person that person. That, I mean, anyway, bitch. I found a vanilla shit, and I'm curious to know if you've ever had an injury. <laughs> because this means... Wait, what? Did you say vanilla shit? Vanilla shit. So vanilla, vanilla shit, shit is, is our sex in the news segment. Oh, okay. So this is something that really happened that probably made the New York Post or some crazy news outlet. Got it, got in it. In October 2019, a woman named Emma McGinnis was celebrating her 30th birthday at Walt Disney. Bitch, you too old to be celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> she got on a water slide typhoon in a typhoon lagoon. And experienced a painful wedgie I saw this and, back and in severe Florida. vaginal lacerations. So she filed the lawsuit um, on the water park where she took the Humunga Cowabunga water slide. Disney said he puts riders in an enclosed body slide, sending them on a 200-foot drop in the dark, and it sprays their way to a surprise ending. So she was wearing a one-piece swimsuit. Things ended painfully. Despite listening to the ride operators who told her to cross her arms, lay back, you know how they do that whole thing when you go on a slide. So the impact of the slide um, and her standing at the standing water at the bottom caused her clothing to forcefully be put between her legs and water was violently forced inside of her. She experienced immediate pain, blood rushed down her legs. She was taken to a hospital and they sent her for repair for gyne- 
gynecologic injuries, severe bodily injury to her vagina. She got $50,000. Bitch, that's not enough. Well, she, well, this is the thing, which is why when I saw this, I was like, oh, we can sue for anything now. She literally only sold for her surgery costs. Like, so, uh, that's not enough. Well, no, I felt the same. She had literal damage done to her intestines. So it went also so far up. Like when I was hearing and reading further into the details of what actually happened, I, I think that's the thing. Um, they probably were able to protect themselves because they do tell you the exact way. They could also probably say thousands of people have written this slide. This has never happened. This is a once in a, you know, million chances that I this bet you I'd be on Good Morning America. My vagina was beautiful. I had a podcast <laughs> called Affordable Decisions. Everybody wanted to eat it. And now my <sighs> clit is gone. Yeah. Not now my clit is have gone. Have you ever had a sex related injury? Even though this one was a water slide. One. Like I've definitely not been able to talk the next day from throat fucking. Ooh, I've definitely had some soreness. Some soreness, but that's it. Nothing. She nothing said, pussy. Pussy. You know, you've been able to walk. You've been fine. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, it's not an injury. <laughs> like, it could definitely be uncomfortable. <laughs> right. But I kind of like the pain because it feels like, okay, I remember last night. Every time I <laughs> move, on, I remember I'm like, last that. night, last night. Oh, last I love night. it. I'm like, uh, every time I cough and I laugh, I can feel you. I can feel you. <laughs> You're still here with me, baby. <laughs> You're still here yeah. with me. It's crazy. My shit is coming <laughs> right out. No, just like anal sex, you know, shit comes out differently the next 24 hours or so. I feel that. My whole girl had a tilted uterus, and I literally was what? like, bro, who is he? Like, I wouldn't even want him. I don't no, want I, I don't want that. I, I, I don't want that. I, in here. I, I do not she want that. You IUD? Yes. You know what's crazy? The only birth control that works for me. And there's been a lot of like... What, what does that mean, bitch? You've been pregnant before, or you just gave... Yeah, work? I actually have been pregnant From before. From off of which one? Uh, so I tried all the pills. I tried the shots. Like the pills would make me like super depressed or make me gain weight. The the shots made me gain weight really bad. There and are just real all conversations the like hormone about birth shit control. is so different. Yeah. So then I started trying to do this natural thing where I would take my temperature every morning as soon as I woke up and mark in my calendar, and then it would tell me when I was ovulating. So I was doing that, and that's just really tricky. Like you wake up in Wait, the morning, so and do your temperature. Anxiety. The rhythm method didn't work for you. Had a wild Saturday night. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. No. I think the rhythm method is. I, I mean, also, I was also twenty. Like I okay. was like, I, you ain't I really know, know your I body. Did yet. I did not know my body. Okay. Yet. So yeah, then I got pregnant. Got fucked. Okay. Literally, you did. I mean, that's how I ended up pregnant. So right. you got fucked. I've yeah. been Literally. using the rhythm method. I was pregnant the last time at twenty five. I'm thirty two. I have not had any kind of cream pie stitch during ovulation. Now. I am really on time, though, like 28 to 29 days like this. Like, it's not off to the point where it's a little scary. And now that I'm like sleeping with someone new and I'm just like, you know, two people knew one person knew. New. No, no. You you hear the attitudes being new is a keyword. We don't went through the goddamn (laughs) math earlier now. Yeah. One person is new. Um, I'm literally like, oh, God, now I have to sit here and talk through this shit with this nigga. Now, like, what? Because I can't sleep with two people without condoms, right? And I've been fucking one person for years with a condom. So I'm like, okay, maybe you and I could take a chance. Bitch, this shit is nerve-wracking. I forgot what it's like to fuck somebody like this. Oh, my God. It's not in June. That was Saturday. It's Tuesday. It's been on my mind every day. Am I with child? It's October, I don't know, 3. I'm fucking ovulating on October 11th, but I'm like, but still. Like, I am scared and i don't know if the anxiety is worse or getting fat from birth control is worse and now i realize <laughs> sex is so awful 
Bitch, I want to fill out my cream cream pie fantasies. No pun on the fill. Like, that shit is fucking hot. I have a crazy, like, oh, my God, come in this pussy kink. I just think saying it, it is sexy. But you had, like, moments. In be- or you always in between? wear condoms. No. Always condoms. And or with my ex-boyfriend. Um, just complete rhythm method. But, like, yeah, I've been on some shit, bitch. Wait, so even when you were with your ex-boyfriend, still condoms every time? No, no, no. We didn't use condoms, oh, didn't but we, use were, condoms. Um, we weren't doing cream pie shit, especially during ovulation. So right now, I'm not doing it while I'm ovulating. I'm just saying it's making me check this period tracker every five minutes. <laughs> Bro, I started getting a little upset today and hungry, and I'm like, am I pregnant? It's been four days. Like, I am <laughs> scared. Have and you then- taken a pregnancy test before because you were scared? Have you ever had to take Plan B? Yeah, but I don't want to right now because I'm I'm so on time. Also, Plan B, I hate it. First of all, everybody remembers the Plan B in jail story where I had the slip up where I was fucking with this gangbanger and I had to take Plan B. And then he did the courtesy call like, how you feeling? Because you know it makes us cramp. I hate that whole thing. I don't want to deal with this. I I'd be- rather deal with that than an actual baby. Call me and ask me if I'm cramping, nigga. Call me and I'm going to tell you, you done knocked my period on early with this goddamn pill, but ain't no baby. Like, I'd rather that than a baby, bro. Then I go to Last Lap, right? <laughs> Shout out to Bigga. This, uh, there's a chick there who's pregnant. She's a bartender. And she was saying to me, I'm like, girl, I didn't even realize you were pregnant. Maybe I'm so drunk when I come in here. First thing out of her mouth. She's mad funny. She goes, yup, two plan Bs, bitch. <laughs> this baby kicked through. I'm yes. like, I didn't want to hear that the night that I had a crazy. crazy. And then me and that is a fighter right there. Bro, the night you Not that's a fighter. That is a fighter. <laughs> She said, oh I'm going to get to this motherfucking egg. Let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. you a gift card. This baby couldn't imagine. Wow. She's like, can you imagine two plan Bs? And I was like, no, I can't. Well, maybe one canceled the other out. I still like maybe you're not supposed, Like, you know how you're not supposed to double up condoms? You might not supposed to be doubling up plan Bs, You're not supposed bitch. to double up condoms? I no, because they can, they can break. If you double up condoms. Um, people double up condoms? Dummies, probably 20-year-olds. They be like, let me get some extra protection. Why? That's what she yeah. thought with the extra plan B. Who told her to take two plan Bs? Hey, I'm just my dog right now. We all know it's just one. It's just one. Look, hey, we, we all know it's just one. She's Latina. You know they extra fertile. Yeah, well, she canceled that shit out. <laughs> Bro, me and this nigga was having a conversation this weekend, right? About... Uh, people like he's like, oh, you know, when I date women with young moms, they kind of act like this. When I date people with older moms, he's like, I've noticed this trend in women. I'm like, that's really interesting. He's like, most Latina chicks I've dated have young moms, and their relationship to their mom is so sister like. Whatever. He's like, when I date like African girls or Caribbean girls, they kind of have older parents. He's like, it's yeah. this fucking mm-hmm. weird thing of how the women treat me. He's like, with the younger moms, he's like, I noticed that like they have a little bit of gender roles and different like standards. And he's like, now when I'm meeting women on a first date, I low-key be asking how old their parents are. Wow. Isn't that weird and interesting? Interesting. Because like, I don't really be... He probably has a I milk... I mean, that's really He might have a milk though. fantasy. Be careful. He might like that they be acting like sisters. He might be a hoe. I'm just saying. No kink shaming. Austin, Texas. I'm coming there next week, November 1st. Come and party with me because I'm the host of Broccoli City's Cocoa Butter. Afrotech, I've never been, but listen, my husband might be there. And it's going to be warehouse block party vibes all night long, featuring spins by Jay Murphy and DJ Cody Terrell. It's on Wednesday, November 1st at the Empire Garage. The show starts at 7.30. The link, cocobutterparty.com. 
Click in the description of this episode. Get your tickets because I'm trying to shake some ass. Now, hors d'oeuvre segment. I'm going to give a sex tip because I just tried something new and we normally ask our guests, but I definitely want yours. But bitch, I had sex with heels on. I know that that sounds so basic. <laughs> bitch. If you want to my cab, My calves don't want that workout. You got it. No, because you don't put them on the bed. Oh, you didn't stand up? Oh, girl, I had to put my feet. <laughs> Let me show you. So you have a dress on, please. Be, be. I basically, when I was getting my pussy ate, I kept the knees like this. Okay. I, I had them up around okay. his neck and they were up in the air. Oh, girl. It was like fucking a stripper hoe. And then <laughs> in the middle of the sex, because I looked like a little stripper hoe. I was like asking him his name. I was like, you got a girlfriend? And he was looking at me like, this bitch is crazy, bro. I was in full role play mode because of these one goddamn Steve Madden shoes. Not and I'm just telling y'all, put shoes. some goddamn shoes on. That's it. If they brand new, even better. I'm too clumsy. I'll put that nigga in the eye with the heel. Oh, I was really like, Yeah, I, I ain't got no coordination, a bitch halfway. I ain't got no rhythm, but I could throw the ass back and that's about it. Do you, so don't be asking me to coordinate or do a routine in the bedroom, baby. Do you fuck with shoes on? <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before. Do it tonight, bro. Off the stage. Off the stage. On the stage. Not on the stage. <laughs> not on, keep the heels on. That go back to the so bed. Hot. And mm. get it. Now, um, sex tip from you. And I know you got one. This okay. is like very on the spot, you guys. What? Did you not? Do you not listen girl. to the show? We just talked to you like three months ago in I goddamn know. LA. I know. We ain't got a will for you to spend today, but... <laughs> <laughs> I like the wheel. <laughs> I like games. I felt hey. like, you know. No, girl, we want to get to know you and your sex tips and how good you are in the bedroom with your new fine That's ass so man. Good. That's all you have to know. Um, okay, let me think about it. What got him to be all about you? You said he does everything for you, acts of does, service. He cooks, shows up for cleans, you. He cooks, like, cleans. No, like, that's why I'm no. trying to get, I low-key want to be the third, so I just know what it's even like. Even relationship-wise, <laughs> like, what is your tip to getting a guy to even show up for you like that? Like, did you do something special in the bedroom that he's brought up? Or did you show up differently with him than you have in the past? Um, first, in the bedroom, on the bedroom topic, I'm just always down to do anything. I and I think me being so open about that lets people, like, I'm so open, like, up front. Like, I'll try anything. I'll literally try anything once. Is there anything, anything that you probably like it. But is there anything <laughs> that you've tried once that you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that again? No. Okay. No. What do you think is something you tried, I tried that made something you be like, Whoa. that I said I was never gonna do? Girl, Teddy. I said I was never ever gonna say daddy. Never. I was like, absolutely not. I have too many real daddy issues to do that. Absolutely not. Same. Now I'm doing it all the time. It's total role play. Though. That man like, got you calling him daddy. I what are you know. doing, girl? I never thought. I literally never thought. I always swore on my grave. Did he ask you, or it. did you just feel like it's giving daddy? I asked him. <laughs> okay. Are you into that? Because I had told him literally within the first week, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm down for anything. The one thing I won't do is do this. And he was like, okay, fine. Like, and now you out here me. being a liar. And then I asked him <laughs> if he wanted that. And he's very like, he just wants to keep me happy and like feel the best oh, that I could ever feel. So he was like, I'm not like craving it. Like, I don't need it. You know, like, it's fine. And I was like, but you want it. You want it. And he's like, no, like I, but I can tell in his face, he's like, I don't know. It's like, like when you ask a nigga if they want a threesome. I love you. Yes. And I was like, I, I mean, was we like, don't need to invite someone I else. I will fucking try it. Fuck it. I'll try it. Because I felt comfortable with him. Like, I felt safe. I never felt 
that safe with someone ever before in my life. Wow. Ever. Like, to the point where, like, when I got raped, I got raped anally. And that was, like, Ooh. so bad. Because, you know, that's just... <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, so my goodness. scary. And I never could do it after that. Like, I've, I've tried it with people and started crying. And, like, I just could not do it. He's the only person that I've been able to do that with ever. And I wow. cried after because I was so happy. Did because you... I felt healed from that experience. Wow. How it old were you? It was so crazy. I was 19. Damn. Wow. And the guy was 26. What was that conversation like with your partner? Like, to know that this was a healing moment for you, but also... A moment of overcoming trauma, something that, I mean, a lot of people who've experienced assault in various ways, they feel like that is absolutely something I'll never be able to do. Mm. You thought that you would never be able to do it. And now you found a partner that you're safe with doing it. Mm -hmm. That after talk, that aftercare, what did that look like when he saw you crying or you talked after the tears? Um, he was just hugging me for so long. And he was like, I'm so grateful that you wow. do that with me and that you feel so safe with me. And I'm so happy for you and I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy that you got to enjoy the experience like it was just like the most beautiful moment <laughs> anal wow. sex was beautiful <laughs> was that? that was such a touching experience <laughs> <laughs> but it really was I I just felt so like cared for and safe wow. and it was like also to go from having someone be at their own pace when I'm not at their pace. Right. To having someone be at my pace, knowing my experiences was so just like reaffirming. Reaffirming. And I felt such a relief. And when men are not performing, when I felt relieved, I felt the release. <laughs> yeah. Because some men will fake it. it. Like, yeah. I believe a lot of women fake it too. I want you to feel safe doing XYZ with me. And they may even weaponize it against that man later. Mm -hmm. You know, like you never know. If someone is just putting on to get you, no one's nicer than someone who hasn't fucked you yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or somebody mm -hmm. that wants you something from you. And so you just kind of don't mm -hmm. know. If someone has an experience that they're wanting to get out of you, they will be fucking kind. Employees before they get the job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, really, how are you going to treat me right in that middle? So in the beginning, it's very difficult. So I think it's dope that you got to have that experience with a man just five months in. Yeah, I'm one of the only men I've been able to have. I want to ask you another question. Because, uh, yeah, this was on air. This wasn't off air. Um, healing from a narcissistic relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I asked that because I haven't been able to really fully been touched. Like, okay, I did get finger banged. That was nice. Um, and he ate my pussy. But that was only one guy in the mm -hmm. last, like, five, six months. Um, Girl, you just said four yesterday. Well, listen. I'm about to bleed again. It's giving five <laughs> in the last five periods, okay? When this episode airs, I'm trying to be timely here. Um, but I've been triggered in the thought of men touching me that's made me cry, like even at the sex club, a place where I've felt comfortable. Um, and then even in a conversation, right? And a part of me leaving that relationship, I don't trust myself as much as I don't trust men. And there was another Ooh. guy recently... <laughs> Yes. There was another guy recently talking to me and he was so nice and so kind. And I immediately went to my friends and I was like, I feel like I'm being love bombed. I feel like he's, this isn't real. I like, and so it kind of even is keeping me from allowing maybe someone who's genuinely nice. And maybe this is just who they are to even show up in that way. Well, because I'm, a, well, I, but also I'm just attaching nice gestures to 
This man is love bombing me. This man is probably a narcissist. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel taken advantage of. And I've completely pushed away. Love bombing. I felt the same way because I was I was with that person, that that demon, that devil Mm -hmm. who was a narcissist. And then the next person that I got involved with was also a narcissist. There's a lot of them out here. I was also used to I was conditioned to be loved by narcissists for a very long time. How do you, how so are you, what, how, does that mean? How, so what does my, that mean? My, some of the most important people that were in my life for a really long time were narcissists. Mm. And because when you're a really genuine person and you you allow yourself to be so vulnerable, they take advantage of that. Mm. And they love that. They feed off they of do. that. So I was conditioned to give in to narcissistic people and and deal with their shit and so that felt like home to me it felt comfortable that's what i was used to to silencing yourself yes to sitting when, here and accepting lies knowing they lie protected by yep. someone but they're really just controlling and like almost want to cut all the other even narcissistic people out of your life because that way they have more control over mm-hmm. you so i was with that person and then the next situation i was in narcissist but that lasted Way shorter, way way shorter. Because you're able to and pick so, up on the red flags. Yeah, and I was just what like, makes I you love myself good. enough, yeah. and I know that I'm good on my own. And this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm done with that. And the same crazy shit that the guy that the guy did before this person, it was the same thing that she was doing. So I was just like, this mm. is this is crazy. I see the signs now. When the person that and I'm wait with real, now, real quick, because you just said something. When we speak of narcissists, it can apply to both men and women. Yes. It's not just, I, I know we talk about narcissistic men so much. Like this isn't, we're not male bashing. We're not just putting this title on men. Oh, I'll male bash it, it could be with anyone who holds manipulative relationships with other people. Um, and yeah, there's, type it in. The hashtag is crazy. I've been down the rabbit hole for the last four months. The hashtag the ha- is crazy. Oh, girl. The narcissist. The algorithm of once you start seeing narcissistic shit, you start seeing the memes triggering. What was it? It's people that literally show up. And I found out even all the breakups was for a reason. The pulling away every time he broke up with me because I questioned him is what led to me silencing myself at the end. Mm. Like, it's why I knew you were lying. And instead of ruining the high of our roller coaster because I didn't want to keep going like this, I would just ignore when I knew he was lying. Or when he was doing something he wasn't supposed to do. Or when I knew there was no way he was at another fucking funeral because you've been to about three in the last motherfucking three months. So oh nobody, so I, this nigga was lying about going to funerals. Should have known because he lied about going to Panama for suits. And he ain't even have a job. So I don't know why he had to go to Panama for suits. I found out later he was in Panama with a bitch. I don't, you know what? I'm just over it. I'm not going to lie. The next nigga I date, he got three funerals caps. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like he's so <laughs> negative. Everyone around him is dying. I don't want to be in his life because oh something God. ain't right. I don't want to be around nobody else. You got three funerals max, nigga. If you come and date me and everybody around you starts dropping like flies, I got to go because I might be next. Bye. Wish you well. Hope you're morning peace. That nigga had a funeral every motherfucking month and I should have known. Something ain't right. Oh, my God. And at God. this point... <laughs> maybe this is why you had this outlook about people but, taking time off. Of but maybe, maybe my issue with bereavement is that nigga, I might need to see the obituary. Some. <laughs> oh, my but God. But this nigga we had a funeral every month and now I just feel like he was just using it because that's the one thing you can't... Can I tell y'all you can't crazy? question nobody on oh, funerals? So this nigga didn't call me, right? And it was like a day or two and I was like... That nigga said he was at a funeral. So, I was, I, when he talked, he was like, I'm sorry, I was doing something with my parents. I 
my homeboy was like, listen, I'm going to get his tip. He's like, I'm using this shit on hoes, and I still feel like there may be a chance that we could fuck. But I'm going to tell you anyway. He said, anytime I know I'm slipping up with a bitch. Say you lost somebody? No, not that. <laughs> he said, I have to almost create some family shit because the bitch will be crazy if she tell me I wasn't with my motherfucking mama. But that's what I'm saying. A funeral is one thing you can't be like, no, were you really at a funeral? Right. You, you no, can't, that's so true. You can't really be like, let me see the body. You can't do no shit like that. Mm. Because, you know what I mean? Mm. And then niggas want, like the okay, shit crazy. Ladies, see if he got a suit on. FaceTime him that day be like, babe, I just wanted to say. Nah, because right now you could go anywhere. Niggas could have on black tees depending on what type of funeral it is. What type of funeral could it be, man? Have you not seen the funerals where they put the nigga embalm him, dress him up like they had a club, and now the whole funeral got, got like, they got Hennessy going around the funeral and shit. Good for that. You ain't seen no funerals like that? It'd be a club. It'd be a celebration of life. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sure, I wanted to say something real quick. Yes. <clears throat> the thing, because I was really scared that when I started this situation, mm -hmm. that it was love bombing. Because he was so, he was so nice, nice to me and like so giving, so caring, so thoughtful. And I was like, love bombing, love bombing. And I was just honest with him. I was mm. like, this is the past situations that I've been in. This is what I'm afraid of. And he was like, oh, so you, and he said it before me. He was like, oh, so you like are worried that this is love bombing. And even him saying that was like, okay, you're aware enough. Like you're aware enough of the situation and you even saying that is giving me some sort of positive feeling. Affirmation. In my that, mind, that, some sort of affirmation. Because he's, like, he's also validating my experiences before that. How old mm. is he? He's my age, 26. And I've never been with somebody my age. But I've also never wow. met another nigga more mature than him. Ever. Mm. Ever. And also, Maybe what the I internet works that, in two ways. But also, <laughs> what I love about that stuff on the internet. is that he also has so much time to grow, too. Yeah. Because he's... 26. You too. To be honest. Yeah, me too. I, I love conversations yeah, recently where I told that. a man I wasn't willing to sit around for his growth phase. If I met him at 26, I would. And I think mm. I am not really dating men that are my age. They're always a little bit older. So maybe let's just say 36 plus. I don't know if I'm waiting to see you grow at 36. I ain't gonna hold you, bitch. I don't think I would still going. entertain. I told you it's 22 to 52 for me right now. I will go down to 22, up to 52, talk to me. I think they all about the same. That's They all, they're literally the same from 22 to 52. The only difference is they money. So that's why you got to have, you got to put a ball into a no, hoop or there's something. some differences. You got to be a millionaire at 22 for me to entertain you. Now, at least pay some bills. I want to talk about something that the men may appreciate today. Oh. I want to talk about competing for a man and seducing men. I had a conversation recently where I was joking about the favorite thing with my homegirl. And she was like, how many people do you think so-and-so is dating? Like, whatever. And she's like, because you don't need to be competing with no bitch. And I'm like, I'm going to be real with you, bro. Like, I don't think that anyone dope that I meet doesn't have someone else that wants them, especially men. Especially women, there's just got money. more dope women out here than there are men. Like, mm -hmm. let's be honest. Um, so I think that it's really the opposite. Like one of my homeboys right now is like, bro, like these girls will act like they're about to cut me off because they want more. And then two days later, they're like, bruh, to anyone listening, I almost wondered if I did this too. 
He's like, this bitch was straight up in my house. Like, do you want me to leave now? Like, I'm actually looking for something more, whatever, whatever. And he's like, no, you don't have to leave. Like, just because I want to casually date, like, you know, you can relax. I'm not some shitty nigga. Like, chill. She's like, well, I don't want to leave myself on and whatever. He said 48 hours later, the girl was like, okay, I think I can maybe do this. So a lot of women nowadays are kind of just molding to what men want, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's the always, Lulu. If you meet someone fine, even if they broke, you meet someone rich, even if they're ugly, someone else is probably vying after that, right? So at one, at some point, are we cool with being a little bit competitive? And I want to know if either of you, well, really you, Kiana, have you um, had a situation where you felt like you were competing with another woman and did you try at all? Like, were you okay with it? <laughs> no. She I've gave the funny Marco there. How do you know? Because I'm, I'm just, I, I feel like the people that I've been with in the past, whether it's just fucking or it's like relationships, I'm always number one, no matter what. And like, they will cut everything off they have cut everything off and will for me. So, so like, but I don't even I've think about the other people unless, mm. yeah, but like most of the time we ended up in relationships. Okay. But even if we didn't, that's what it was. So like, also, I don't really like fuck people that aren't obsessed with me either. So like, that's probably what it is too. Is like, you get a shot to be in my pussy if you're obsessed with me and I know you're obsessed. What does obsessed with you look like? It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. That's why you ended up with two narcissists. That, exactly. Like, it's bad. That's not. That's, it's not. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But like, I agree. if someone, if someone is obsessed with themselves and obsessed with me and treats me amazing, then I love that. But like, people have like not had a life for themselves and kind of took my life as their own Same and been obsessed with me. And like, I think I liked that before because I liked being sought after and like I can't let go of you because they're so amazing but then that also like when I broke up with them that you realized that that did not not, it wasn't in my favor right at that point so So. when it comes to competing I guess then I would ask you like how do you think if at all you would be willing if someone was like hey there's like other women I'm dating but I'm really into you and you wanted to pursue them we talked about competitive dating all the time I think that that's natural that's normal what do you think you'd be Bitch Hunger to- Games made a bur- made a best bitch win. But what do you think are some things you'd be willing to do to show up in a way that I'm showing up as me. I work. Yes. If I if I have you going to know that I like picklebacks and caviar. You're going to know that I like to go out and do live music. You're going to know that I like dive bars. You're going to know that no, I like Not to- you. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not showing up in any other way. These are the things I like to do. You date another woman cool, but this is me. So I'm and hopefully honest. you like me more than the other women, but I have a little de- I'm not debate doing here. I think that what I've been seeing recently from just discussing with other women and just like kind of the trend of even having male friends, I feel like every bad bitch expects that like dudes are lucky to fuck her. And what we're not realizing is that and this is no shade to either what either you're saying. Like this is us all knowing we have a standard. But I think the issue that sometimes we're seeing on the other end is like there are men that have the same shit going on. And they're like, bro, I'm a good dude. But like, now I have to sit here and do all this shit because I have to try to win you. Like, what are women doing at all for men, if anything? And if you feel like you have to do nothing for men, cool. But I do think there should be some dialogue, especially as women, knowing that we have women listening, where every girl can't think that just because they're pretty with a great job, that's enough. Oh, and, I never said that. No, no, I, no. I'm not saying enough. that you that you are saying that. Yeah, that's that. never yeah. enough. But I do think a lot of girls are thinking, I have a degree. I've got an amazing job. I've got good benefits. I'm wifey material. 
I barely go out. He should want to be with me. Mm. And the problem with that is like, that doesn't really show what you're doing for that person. Like, how are you showing up as a good partner? Are women even talking and doing these things? Are they just showing anything that separates them? So that's the thing. I ain't showing up as a partner before I'm a partner. So I think if a man is honest enough to also let you know I'm entertaining other bitches, chances are you're probably not in the top of the running. A man is honest with people that he wants to be casual with. I think otherwise men lie. We've talked about that. I do think a man will lie and be like, nah, I'm only entertaining you. Or they don't want you to know that you're having to compete with other women. They're going to show up and see you as much as they can. Like, to me, that I think that's the case. I know, like, you've been open with your partners recently. But I think that if you have your eye closer on one prize to where you know you'll cut all them other bitches off, you're not sitting here and letting them know that you got all these mediocre bitches I, that you might you. not even be I've letting up into the game. That are my, like, I can think of two, three men I know right now that have told me, like, yo, I'm feeling this girl so much, but I can't let her know because, like, I don't know if I'm ready mm. in this moment, but, like, bro, I'm telling you, I don't think that's true. I mean, I, well, I there's not a one-stop shop for any of this. Right, Let's be very clear. We are clear. in an era where men are definitely being more transparent because that is the trend of how relationships and Yeah, because they want to let you know they're going to want to fuck you and be with you and then also be able to fuck other women. I think the trend of us even having conversations about poly, open relationships, non-ethical non-monogamy is what's also leading men to be more honest as well. Are you saying men will lie to someone they yeah, want? Yeah, they will, with. but, but that's, that's big because that's the whole guys, if they're dating someone they really like and they're like, I only believe in monogamy, I don't do threesomes and I don't do this, that's where the lies come in because they really mm. like these women and they're not willing to leave those women because this woman wants a faithful monogamous relationship. So mm. I think mm. when you let someone know that you're talking to other women, that's where you also kind of test the temperature. Are you, is that okay with you? Are you ethically non-monogamous? Are you open? Are you cool with an open relationship? A lot of men are coming in using the word poly, not knowing what the fuck it means or the boundaries and that they still have to be honest with everybody, but also testing the temperature because there's a lot more women that are okay with that. I think that you can prioritize someone you're dating and be super interested in them and at the same time be like, hey, I am dating other people, but like, I want to keep doing this. Like, I think that's okay. I don't necessarily know if you're going to lie I don't want any women listening to think just because a man told you that, that he doesn't have interest in you. I've ended up with three boyfriends that were dating other people at the time. So I don't know. Again, I don't say anything as a one size fits all. I think your experience, my experience, Kiana's experience all differs from each other. We're not sitting here and saying there's a right way or wrong way to do anything. But if we're going to have a conversation and share all of these three different experiences, I think we should all be able to share what our thought process is on it. And I think... Mm -hmm. For me personally, from the conversations I have with my male friends and the relationships I've been in, that's been the the truth for me. And I'm also around a lot more lifestyle people than you are. So to me, that's that's the guise of what I've been told. What do you um, think, Kiana, when you're dating and, you know, men are seeming like someone that you'd want to end up with or maybe hubby, boyfriend material, whatever that might look like? What what are ways that you show up as a good partner that you feel like make you stand out? Honestly, I think it's just like my vulnerability and how genuine I am mm. because I and the safe space that I provide for that person too, because honestly, there's not a lot of people that can make everybody feel safe no matter what they say and what has happened to them and what they do. I'm very accepting and loving of most people and most importantly, understanding. So as long as you're communicating with me, 
a lot of people can't take communication without getting defensive, mm. you know, or letting ego play into it. And I am not that person. Like, I will literally sit there and listen to your whole life story and ask you questions and be like, oh, wow. Okay. And that's your opinion on that? How does it make you feel? Because I'm just so inquisitive. Like, I want to know everything. So, like, I will ask those questions, like, about threesomes. That a lot of people whatever. probably don't yeah. ask. Yeah, A lot of people are afraid to ask because yeah. they don't want to hear the wrong answer. And people yeah. are scared that you're going to be like, okay, you're doing judgy. too much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not judgy at all. And I think that provides a really safe space for people. So I agree. I think what makes me stand out is just me being me and my personality. And I think, unfortunately, the other thing that makes me stand out is my lifestyle. Because even though it's kind of unconventional and like the hours are weird and everything, like I do get certain benefits and perks that a person would also get if they were with me. Yeah, you get to so travel around the world, yeah. That does play into it mm-hmm. when I'm dating or even if I'm like talking to someone or fucking or whatever, they see that and the wrong person will like latch onto that and try yeah. to get something out of me or cling on to me just for that thing. So that's something that I've been having to like watch out for. My homegirl that does PR is experiencing that. Yeah. She's like, is he fucking with me or is I'm, I just have lit shit to do every weekend? Like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. What do you think about you? What do you think that men are like the most impressed with you by when they're like dating you? Um, that I'm smart. <laughs> I don't I don't think people expect it because of the persona uh, on the internet and my pods, but just that, A, I'm, I'm super caring. I want to make everyone's life better around me um, and I don't want them to stress about anything. So if there's anything I can do, I'm going to do it. Um, but also that we can have conversations about what you want to do professionally, um, where you see your future. Like I'm all about setting goals and being intentional um, and ha- being able to have those conversations and having ways to help and connect resources and whatever I can do to help anybody around me, I do. And so I'm just giving. I'm very giving. Mm-hmm. And supportive. And supportive to whatever you want to do. Now, if you broke and want to be a rapper, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> not at my big old we age. We have nobody to pass your mixtape um, to. But yeah, but um, I want to get into it because uh, before we get out of here, you are touring grudges. Yeah. Um, which is a phenomenal album. Again, one of my faves. Literally promised me is in my top 25 played Aww, songs um, on my Apple. So just, you know, streaming. Hopefully you're going to get those coins because the music industry, you know. Exactly. Um, but you're about to hit your international stop. Yes. Is this like a big deal? Is this like, it is. have you been to it's some like, of these oh, places? Yeah, have you done that? We were supposed to do international Four years ago. But I'm sure you're so, way bigger now, so it's even yeah, more exciting. Yeah, this is going to be better. Spent, the I'm venues so, are, are going to hit so now. excited. <laughs> because I haven't been there since my last tour, which was, I was doing my uh, EP. And, like, all the venues were so much smaller. And way they smaller. were kind of, like, rash. By the way, y'all, she sold out New York and had to add another show. That's yeah. So if, you don't, if you're not even familiar with Kiana, make sure you go check her on all the DSPs. Because, baby, it's giving. That's um, You so can have fire. sex to it. You can cry Thank to you. it. You can think of somebody you don't want to think about to it. Um, <laughs> all the music will it, at least evoke emotion. Yeah. Um, and I love that. What is the, 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 look, the city, the country you're most excited about? Oh, I'm least excited about Australia. Why? Okay, why? The flight? I'm, excited about, I'm least excited for one of the cities, and I'm not going to say which city it is because my ex is from that city. Oh, so, that okay. City. It's giving, so giving I don't fuck, personal I don't, trauma. I, I'm excited for the fans in that city. Okay. But it's giving personal trauma. It's going to bring back. It's going to trigger you. 
But also my best friend that passed away is from Sydney. So I'm excited for that. Oh, that's going to be so nice. Another one is going to bring back memories and and stuff. I will tell you, I need you to go see the little people. I I know I can't call them the other word, but little people box in the Philippines. What's that? The M word. Uh, They they literally call it that in the Philippines, but I'm not going to call it. Actually, yeah, we can bleep it out. So there's boxing um, in the Philippines. And it's so cool. You go and they like. I don't know why they do it, but it's entertaining as fuck. Everyone like drinks beers with the handle and it's just that. There's also, um, I want to say the Philippines also has the pussy show, which they have in ping Thailand. Pong? Yeah. Have you been to Thailand? Ping pong. No, so they I, shoot I ping, always wanted to go. I've they shoot been. ping pongs out of their pussies and you That's hit it with paddles. Dope. So look up the pussy show it's and so look funny. Wait, you can hit it with paddles? Yeah, yes. they hand you the paddles can with the bar. Can I put the... the... No, 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 no. Oh. The dancers... <laughs> but there's a lot of like games that they do with their vaginas <laughs> that like you get involved in. Like maybe you'll be pulling a string out of there forever. You hit um, or, or I saw like, a soda stream. Christine yeah. put water in I there. Seen, came so out, like, you're going to hate that. No, we no the Philippines go. is so much Christine fun. Christine is so shy. Have fun and all this stuff. I, I like, like literally you can hand them a marker and they'll be like, and what's your name? And with their pussy, the marker goes in. That and they happened will... in Amsterdam when I okay. went to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, so, they did so it on the chest. Like, this the, girl the put, elephant. yeah. So put stuff like Amsterdam is in the Philippines, but like Dope. so cool. And I will say the in the Philippines, I went to, oh, I can't remember the city now. Um, but just the Manila. I was in Manila. Um, the Oh, my yeah, God. Really... They are the dopest. Because this is probably going to be something racist to say, but they're the niggas of Asia. Like, they literally are treated that way. They're dark-skinned, and they will tell you, but also, they speak the best English. But they are just the nicest. Like, they don't treat Americans, like, in different parts of Asia, you might get standoffish, especially if you're a person of color. The Philippines was cool as fuck. Shout out to everybody in the Philippines. Them niggas cool as fuck. I ain't even gonna hold you. Wow. Yeah, so you just I, watched Beyonce's concert. Someone was like, I came all the way from the Philippines. I was like, damn. You're really, I, I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Like, I'm that's so excited. That's a place that the flight wasn't so far. I would go again. I really, and then they have other beautiful islands that I wasn't able to get to. But, well, I love 90 Beyonce, good- so. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. What? I'm excited this, for Soul, too. Soul and the fashion bitch. Oh my God. I'm so Look, excited. Girl. The spas, oh. the ramen vending machine thing. The ramen vending you. machine? I'm so for excited. Japan, Japan was probably like, for me, like transformative I'm fashion. So, but I Seoul is right so up bad. there. And meeting so many Koreans in LA has really made me, like, you know, when you have Southern friends, you're like, oh shit, I gotta go to New Orleans, whatever the fuck. That shit really has made me want to be in fucking Korea. You've never been? No. The Korea that allows Americans in, of course. Yeah. There's, there's two parts. I never know the difference. Anyway, anyway girl, tell me about where they can purchase, stream, and also follow you. Um, following me at Kiana Lede, K-I-N-A-L-E-D-E, nigga. Mm. Um, and you can find everything. There's a link in my bio where you can literally click it and find every. So what we're going to do is include that same link in the description of this episode. Yes. That's what we're going to do to can make sure that you put nigga right next to it? Nigga. Nigga, yes. nigga, nigga. Yes, we will. We absolutely <laughs> will. Um, and also, as you guys know, next weekend we're in London. So October the 28th, make sure you pull up to us in London. We honey. are the London costumes. Town. Mandy convinced me. Yep. It's Got my fit now, bitch. It's given, okay? And then November 5th, we are in Toronto. So those are our two international shows. Um, and then we are back here on the East Coast to wrap up. Boston and Philly is sold out, but you can still get your tickets for D.C. And honestly, by now, New York may be sold out. But 
DC, uh, New York, if you can. And again, Toronto and London. We're looking forward to seeing you get your tickets now at whorehive.com. Kiana, thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much. Hey, and thank y'all for listening to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.